Hey guys, I want to tell you about Anchor, the easiest way to make a podcast. And how do I know? Because Todd Orndorff on a podcast now switched to Anchor. And it's absolutely free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Can you imagine not having to lug all of your equipment every place you go to do an interview or record? You can do it all right from your phone. Anchor will distribute the podcast for you. You can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you want to be heard, they send you there. You do the fun stuff, they do the hard stuff. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. How in the world are you? Dude, I am half in the bag right now. We're talking about a man. That's me. Steve. He's known worldwide. You heard him. He has listeners everywhere. Woo! Damn near every corner of the globe. That's far. Mr. Tato. Let's go. I'm a podcast veteran. Been in the game for 10 years. I got the co-host that knows most. And that's Johnny. And I'm Toddy. This is the TC. What's up, what's up, and good evening to you. This is Todd Order from the Toddcast coming at you from the great state of PA, Central PA to be exact. My name is Todd Orndorf. I'll be your party host for this evening. And along with me today, from Parts Unknown, he's the hype man for Tattooed in the Wild, the title holder to Castle, Venice, the Johnny Simonetti, or Simonetti, it does not matter, because he is ready. Johnny, what's up, my man? How you doing? Good, homie. How in the world are you? Dude, I am half in the bag right now. <laughs> I oh dude, my neighbor my neighbor Jamil, he's gonna be happy. I I said, look, I'm gonna bring you up on the air and you're gonna become famous. He was about a half hour no, about a half hour ago. Oh my gosh, maybe about two hours ago. <laughs> oh god, this is gonna be a great episode. He uh he reaches out to me and said, hey, man, you want to go down to Bing Springs with me and have a drink? I'm like, I don't get to do that. I'm a dad. So I was like, sure. So we go down there, and as the world knows, I am a whiskey guy. And uh, uh, I sample five different whiskeys and uh, decided very politely to not have any of them. And uh, some may have been a little more rough than others, and I decided to just have a beer. But the the whisk the five shots of whiskey that I had were kind of uh, I don't know, man. They kicked me in the tail, and I'm like, well, I got one eye drooping, the others drifting to the left, and I'm like drooling, man. <laughs> you had five shots of whiskey. You'd be asleep by now. <laughs> <laughs> You know, I try to keep my consumption up at home, but uh, it's it's the stuff that I really really like. So it's kind of um, I don't know. It's uh, I'm feeling funky like a monkey or something. So let's freaking get this party started and or let's get this over with. <laughs> One of the two. <laughs> One of the two. Dude, oh, how was your Christmas, man? My Christmas was uh, it was. Excellent, dude. We had we had a great Christmas. I got a uh, early Christmas present. Actually, I got it last Friday, and 
I know you saw the pictures and the videos. I got one of the, uh, I think you pronounce it Cuisinart. Yeah. Cuisinart 360 griddle cooking grills. Dude, I got that. My, my father-in-law got me that for Christmas last Friday. And Driva called me. She said, do you mind getting one of your Christmas presents early? She said, because we can't get it out of the car. It's that heavy. I'm like, man, I don't, I don't have a problem with that. Man, I seasoned that thing up last Friday and cooked on it Saturday and Sunday. I just got done cooking on it not an hour ago. Man, I'm going to tell you what, I love that thing. Oh, it is so cool. It is the sexiest grill I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> it, like, if, it, if it had lips, I'd make out with it. It is that hot. <laughs> I made venison fajitas on that thing last weekend and uh, venison tenderloin on it last weekend. And I'm going to tell you what, it is, I absolutely love that thing. But we, yeah. just, did, we just did hamburgers and uh, Shelly wanted... Um, chicken uh, tenders on it tonight so I did chicken tenders and hamburgers on it tonight that's why I said I, when I talked to you earlier I'm like oh man we gonna do this we gotta do this cause I, my stomach's full I'm ready for bed <laughs> <laughs> yeah paint the picture for everybody what's it look like cause it, it, cause a, it, it, there is no like grates from a grill it's just a flat top right the flat top. Basically, you've got a 28-inch cast iron skillet on a grill. Is it that big? Yes, yes 28-inch cooking surface. Yeah, it is freaking awesome. It's it's kind of it's got a little high spot in the middle. So if you're cooking something like hamburgers and it's got grease, the grease runs off the sides and drop into a pan, and then it's got a trough all the way around it. It's in a 28-inch circle, and then you just take and clean that trough out and put it in the catch pan in the back and clean that out it is freaking amazing it's kind of like the uh, uh, I noticed Joel uses the camp chef yeah he's got the big rectangle you know of course his is huge but it's basically like that but this is a 28 28 inch round cast iron skillet basically is what it is and it is amazing you know we got a new, you know we got a new grill last year the year before and I I was like oh man this this thing is like you know <laughs> pretty freaking hot but what a piece of junk I have now it's like what what happened <laughs> my, my my grill I'm embarrassed well the cool thing to to me the cool thing is you can cook hamburgers on you know if you cook hamburgers on a, a on a regular grill that has grates the grease drops down, it catches on fire and all that crap. You don't have that on this because nothing drops down to the fire. It, it, I can take my, I've cooked on this thing four times now. I can take the griddle surface off and look down where my burners are and it's perfectly clean. Nothing gets down to your burners. Nothing gets down there to rust out or anything like that. I absolutely love this thing, dude. Is it propane? Yes, propane. That's freaking cool, man. Yeah, it's propane. And it's got two separate sides. Like last weekend when I did my uh, venison fajitas, I had my heat turned up on one side for for my meat, and then I, I, I didn't have – I had it like a medium to cook my vegetables and let everything cook at the same time. And, of course, I seasoned everything with Reload. I used almost the whole 
reload arsenal last weekend when I cooked this stuff. My vegetables, I did green pepper, red pepper, yellow onion, red onion, and mushrooms. I seasoned that with high caliber and pack and heat. That's what I did my vegetables in with a little bit of oil. Mm-hmm. And then my fajita, uh, uh, I, I cut them real small, real thin, as, as thin as I could get them. I seasoned that with fully loaded, and I only did like a half a pack of fajita mix that you just, you know, basic from Kroger's. And then I also cut up some tenderloin, which I did with Magnum. Oh my gosh, dude, it was so good. They looked freaking awesome. But, uh, no, man, that, that's awesome. That's awesome, dude. I'm happy for you. Happy you got a pretty sweet gift. We, uh, you know, when we last recorded, uh, during the recording, I, m- my birthday came into play. Yep. I turned to the ripe old age of 33, and I don't know if you saw or not, but I'm now keeping Icy Hot in my tool bag. Yeah, well, you know, I was pulling out some stuff, and there just happened to be icy hot in my tool bag, and I, I, I didn't, I don't remember putting it in there. It wasn't on purpose, but it was just kind of fitting, because, man, I'm telling you what, I've had a rough freaking week, and uh, yeah, it, 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 it kind of, it all started with like everybody in my home being sick, right? And I thought that you know, like legit sick, both ends, legit sick. There's a there's a bug going on. Multiple people have it around the area, and I was like, you know what? I'm freaking. I'm gonna be the one to not get it. I'm gonna escape this. Screw this crap. I'm tough. I'm a dad. I ain't getting it. Well, <laughs> turns out the day before Christmas, I uh, we're, we're in Sam's Club at like one o'clock, and all of a sudden we're walking by some handed food area or something and all of a sudden bam dude it hits me and i'm like running almost full sprint after like you know i was like oh god i don't feel good i don't feel good. i about yacked in the middle of a freaking aisle she's like are you gonna throw up are you gonna throw up? i'm like yes i'm gonna throw up and uh <laughs> so there's a guard there just happened to be a garbage can right there i'm like i ain't doing this in the middle of everybody no freaking way so i'm like power walking down the aisle i didn't want anybody to see me run and then when i turned the corner at the end of the aisle i was like by the side of the store and like halfway already to the bathrooms and then i just hightailed it hoping nobody would see me of course i passed like four people and a grandma on a freaking mart cart but uh i just i smoked her um and uh dude i i was i just freaking all over the freaking place in the bathroom it was such a horrendous and horrific situation and scenario and then we get home then at about three o'clock and dude I was I slept in my recliner from like three to like four thirty the next morning. Wow. I just, and I and if you know me, I don't like sleep. I don't I get like three and a half to four hours of sleep a day. Legit. Yep. And uh dude, I was just I was gone. I was just dead. But I was the last one in my family to get the my my kids are all still jacked up. But uh oh yeah, man freaking nightmare so but the birthday was cool got a lot of great gifts had some had some family over but uh i do got to talk about one particular gift if you listen to past episodes of this show from the very beginning of time until right now i will sound the exact same volume might be a little jacked up depending on some of the software that i use but 
I've used the same microphone from episode one till last episode. I got a new microphone for my birthday, Johnny. Nice. You see, whenever nice. I was at when I was at PodCon, I used like and you you might not know what this stuff is yet, but you will. There's uh like professional podcasting equipment is is like XLR, and I've been using a USB microphone, which works. It gets the job done, whatever. But when I was at PodCon, Johnny, I used this like legit, like professional podcast equipment. And I just and if you go back and listen to those episodes, I sound so different. I sound so clear, and everything's nice and crisp. And I was like, you know what, man, this show's growing so so much right now. Like it's time for an upgrade. So so Mama O, she was like, what do you want for your birthday? And I never tell anybody what what I want for my birthday or Christmas. Just kind of how I am. And uh, she's like, well, I want to get you something that you're going to use. So I want to get you some podcast equipment. I was like, bam, perfect, cool. Need a microphone. And uh, so she said, well, find something, you know, and send it to me or whatever. So I got this really sexy. It's called a, I don't know. What's it even called? I'm so half in the bag. Uh, I got this freaking blue. Sp- it's a, it's it's made by, the microphone company is blue. I've heard of them before. And uh, it's called the Black Spark SL. It's a really sleek looking microphone. It's cool. It's classy looking. It looks like old school 1950s, okay? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, and it's expensive, dude. It's like 190 bucks for this microphone. And when you get this microphone and you spend that much on a microphone, you expect it to be, you know, it's supposed to live up to some potential, right? Or is it just me? No, no, no. no. I agree with you. 100%. Well, well, this thing looks freaking awesome. Everything is cool. It's, you know, like, it, it, you can feel like it's built pretty solid. But it forgot knobs. I have no knobs. <laughs> My microphone that's supposed to have knobs has no knobs. They forgot. So if I sound like crap today on my brand new sexy microphone, it's because I have no knobs and I can't adjust nothing on it. So this thing is supposed to have two knobs on it. I have no knobs. And you pull the cord out that plugs into my Christmas gift, which I'm about ready to get into. Like the pins pull out, the inner workings of this microphone, like detach it's so freaking bizarre and like uh, i don't want to bash a company especially that makes podcast equipment because i'm a podcaster i just feel like it might be wrong but if i'm gonna like be honest on my show i'm so ticked off at blue i want about six more microphones different kinds well built in order to you know it's, it's better than a lawsuit i feel just send me a bunch of free stuff that's better than... So send me knobs. I just want knobs. Especially, yeah, especially if you buy it. All you want is some knobs. That's all I need. All I need is knobs. <laughs> and the guts to not pull out when I'm unhooking my equipment. And See, when you record, like you don't know what you sound like until you're done. Okay? Right. So, I don't know if I sound like crap right now. I don't even know if people can hear me. Because, first of all, I have no knobs. And I don't know if my I don't know if my guts have fallen out of this thing or what. 
But that's what I'm dealing with. I can't adjust my sound. I can't adjust anything. I might be screaming at people right now, and I have no idea. So fingers are crossed. <laughs> so for my birthday, I got a I got a knobless microphone, and uh, but it's yeah, it was an awesome gift. It was an awesome gift. Uh, you now you you talked about you you got a grill and everything for Christmas. Uh, so. As you know, I'm a big time woodworker, right? Yep. Like carpentry and everything's in my blood. Well, the hashtag smoking hot ended up uh, talking to our buddy Savo, and uh, without me knowing, was like, "Hey, what does Todd? You know, like, what do you think Todd needs and all sorts of stuff for Christmas? Because he won't tell me anything." And he said, "Without a doubt, you got to get him a 12-inch compound double bevel sliding miter saw." And she's like, uh, okay. You know? <laughs> yeah. So so she did some research, and dude, sitting next to me right now is a 56-pound, 12-inch compound double bevel sliding miter saw. And nice. Dude, it is so freaking hot. Like, I didn't want to turn it on and use it. Of course, you got to cut with it, right? But uh, I didn't want to freaking touch it. It looks so pretty. Like, it's it's dusty, and I'm mad right now. It's already dusty? Oh, dude, I was hacking. I was hacking up just random pieces of wood with it. it it's so freaking oh, okay. smooth. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. yeah, you, you got to try it out, you know what I mean? Oh, of course, of course. Yeah. So. Yeah, even if you're not making anything, you just got to zip that thing on and start cutting wood to see dude, how it works. Snap, crackle, snap, crackle, pop, baby. That's what I was doing. And <laughs> so... And uh, did you happen to see how she put out to the entire universe that I wanted $30 merino wool socks? You know what? I did not see that. You didn't see that? I didn't see that. I know the last, I know one of the things I saw were when you all were all sick, and I also saw the post about the kick ass shells you put in in the corner. The what? The kick ass shells. You put in the corner. The oh yeah, yeah, corner. yeah. Dude, that's you know, badass. dude, I'm telling you, they look cool. Thank you for that. Yep, but just imagine, cool just imagine how good they would have looked if I used a 12 inch compound double bevel sliding <laughs> miter saw. <laughs> dude, they look, they look good as shit, dude. So I. I don't know what kind of camo you wear, but I am a big fan, and I don't have any except for some gloves. But I really, really want first light camo, right? It's 100% merino wool, and uh, I. And she was like, "What do you want for Christmas?" I was like, "I want first light merino wool socks." She's like, oh, "Okay, I'll look this stuff up." They're 30 bucks a pair, so she put out there. Todd wants thirty dollars socks for Christmas, and uh, I was like, I'm not expecting anybody anybody to buy one pair of socks for thirty bucks. But so I got some merino wool socks for Christmas. Which uh, anybody who's like, yeah, get socks for Christmas. No, when I get like merino wool socks for Christmas, I am freaking stoked. And um, you know, so and I got a nice Penn State. Uh, Penn State pullover because we are a very big Penn State family and today my mother stopped by and the reason why I'm able to use this XLR no knob microphone 
is because I got a professional podcast mixer, Johnny. You saw the picture of it. What? I saw the picture of it. Does it not look intimidating or what? It does to me because I don't know what the hell I was looking at. Dude, I don't know what I'm looking at. (laughs) But I know I needed one. (laughs) It's a monster. It reminds me back in the eighty, you know, back in nineteen eighty-eight, early nineties, when you got all the mixers and the wicka wicka wicka. That's what it looked like. To I me. know. I'm gonna be like DJ Jazzy Jeff or freaking, that's right. you know, Jam Master J or something. That's right. That's what it looked like to me, homie. So that's what we're using, right? I just hooked it up. I I I turned some knobs to make myself feel like you know I'm kind of a professional podcast host. So I was like, I'm hoping this stuff works. I have no idea. <laughs> we'll see how it goes. But, uh, yeah, man, this is, uh, for anybody who's listening to this who is a podcaster, I got the Pro FX 8V2. It's an 8-channel professional effects mixer. It has a bunch of effects, Johnny. It has 16 effects. And guess what? What? I have no idea how to use them. But I'm sure they're really good. <laughs> uh, I bet you'll be experimenting this week <laughs> oh yeah dude i'm gonna be doing a whole bunch of stuff but it was actually really cute because the daughter was actually uh singing some songs throughout the microphone so i i, I at least know that you can get sound through this no knobbed blue black spark sl microphone from blue <laughs> yeah, nah. sale, yeah man it was a good holiday oh yeah but we had, we you know we had a good time. I'm honestly I'm glad Christmas is over. Uh, try to calm down a little bit and get through the hustle and bustle and try to get some you know finances back straight again. And I, I don't know. To, to me, Christmas is just a freaking money racket anymore. You know you you got it made. You right now you can go to the damn dollar store. For Miss Lola and buy her a damn a hundred dollars worth of shit at the dollar store and she'd be happy. Yeah, she <laughs> would you get, be. <laughs> you get when you get my daughter, she's fifteen. Uh, she's a little more picky. God darn this shit gets expensive. <laughs> it does it does, doesn't it? <laughs> yes indeed. <laughs> oh. oh man. So what else is going on in your life, man? Everything go good? Yeah, everything's going good. Uh like I said, I got the new grill. I got a new pair of lacrosse hunting boots for Christmas. And oh, I, I didn't know that. Oh, yeah, I got a new pair of lacrosse hunting boots. Drenda bought me a pair of lacrosse hunting boots probably 10 years ago. Best boots I've ever had in my life. And the first, the, my first set this year, when I shot those two does on my first set, you know, we walked down to the water fountain and washing my hands after I already gutted them and all that. And I'm like, why is my foot hurting? My left foot was hurting really bad for some reason. And I've got neuropathy in my in my legs anyway from diabetes. And I'm like, why is my left foot hurting? I look down, Todd, and I have completely blown the, the, the bottom of my sole of these lacrosse boots out. My boot was about six inches wider than it was supposed to be. And my foot was actually, I was walking on my foot basically. I had no soul under me, so I'm like, oh my god! Yeah. I know. Oh, it was it was unreal. But however, I have had these boots for probably over ten years, so I I got another pair of lacrosse hunting boots. You know, if, if I can buy a pair of boots that's going to last me for ten years, 
I'm gonna buy that brand again. Heck yeah! Shout yeah, out to Lacrosse, so, huh? Yes, absolutely. I, I looked up every. We were up here at the uh, shoe store at uh, Farming Family or Tractor Supply, whatever it was, and they had uh, all these other brands. And I'm looking at the boots, and I turn around, and I see Lacrosse, and I said, "That's what I'm buying." I said, "The last ones last me ten years. I'm buying Lacrosse." So I got new pair of boots, a new grill. Uh, a couple pair of shorts, a couple pair of sweatpants, uh, new socks and underwear. So I had a good Christmas. You got the essentials, man. That's awesome. That's that's right. That's all you need. The essentials. Speaking of essentials, do you have your credentials? Yes, sir. Hold on. Yes, sir. I do. All right. I'm breaking my I'm breaking my own rule, Johnny. Oh. I'm a slob tonight. <laughs> I can't. I can't. I literally can't have any more. Uh, I'm so. I. I listen. I'm gonna start pretending like I'm gonna start pretending like I'm mixing a freaking like a piece of vinyl on this mixer here, and it doesn't even take a vinyl. I don't. I'm just. I can't have any more. But I did. I mean, I got my Ripsky in, but there's no Vodsky. Oh, okay. Hey. I mean, not vodka. I don't even drink vodka. Whiskey. Oh, my. <laughs> yeah, you don't need any more. <laughs> no, I, I did my credential check uh, early. That's all right. I'm getting ready to put a rip in. As soon as I finish this one, I'm going to put a rip uh, in. So. You know, it, 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 it's funny you brought up hunting boots because uh, our mutual friend, Savo, is quickly becoming a character on the show which by the way you know he refuses to come on here i ask him every day really what is it with people close to me that don't want to come on my show oh and, and speaking of which he did not answer my phone call tonight remember we were talking earlier yeah he did not answer my phone call he's almost but as bad as donnie huh he's almost as bad as he's a, about as silent as donnie from the Titty and Shiner show. <laughs> yeah, you're right. <laughs> so, I got anyway, in. T- yeah. Just, just for the record, to let you know, everything got hooked up okay. No sparks. No fire. No explosions. You're, so we're good. You're not dead. That's fantastic, dude. Good job. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so. Savo and I have been talking, okay? All right. And, and I'm bringing this up because you brought up about the outdoors and hunting and everything. So, for the people who don't know, like, my past, uh, it hasn't just been a podcast host, folks. I spent a lot of my adult life in the casino industry and traveled around, worked at multiple casinos as a craft dealer and as a supervisor, which is one of the single coolest jobs in the history of the universe. And... uh at the time, whenever I was wanting to go to casino dealer school, I was also thinking about doing taxidermy, Johnny, instead. Oh, what? Yeah. I'm a huge fan of, like, that type of artistry, okay? Right. So, um, we've been talking, and it turns out he was almost going to do taxidermy the exact same time frame that I was thinking about doing it. So, he's like, dude, well, I got, like four foxes in my freezer, I got a whole bunch of fish in my freezer, and all this other stuff, so 
we're gonna like try to start doing a little bit of taxidermy ourselves. Oh, that'd be cool. Yeah. So he um he's actually like buying this stuff this weekend, and as soon as it gets here, we're, we're gonna start small. You know, um, he's got like three pheasant in his freezer too. Like I don't know where he puts like his broccoli. Like I think his wife has to like reach in and like move the beaver. I think his wife has to move the beaver to get to the to like the frozen corn. You know what I mean? His wife's got to move the beaver. That's hilarious. <laughs> the, the dude, like the dude's got every animal in the northeastern part of Pennsylvania in his freezer. <laughs> you just you just had me at move the beaver. <laughs> I did that this morning. I love you, man. So we're oh god. Uh, I got it. I I have to say it. You remember when I had a professional podcast? Yeah, I remember. Yeah, I, yeah, I did. And then and then we had to move the beaver to get to the frozen corn. So we are so we're gonna be starting doing uh, like a little bit of side taxidermy just for like ourselves at first, and then if we get good at it, we're gonna, you know, maybe just do like some small things for just like a few people and whatnot. I'm freaking stoked. And that'd be cool. That that really would be cool. I've heard people tell me, it, you know, it's not that hard. It's not that hard. I'm like, I don't, I don't, I don't have time for all that. I have a, a, a gentleman and his son here. And for the life of me, I can't think of their names. You walk in their barn, you go upstairs in their barn, and I bet you they probably have 50 shoulder mounts of beautiful, beautiful Virginia deer heads. And they have done every one of them themselves. And they're like, Johnny, it's not that hard. I'm like, I can't do it. it that would be something cool to get into. I, I would show interest, but right now at this point in time in my life, I just don't have time to do it. Dude, you know what I mean? I, yeah, I, I absolutely know about having no time. I have absolutely no time. <laughs> but the good thing is, he has five freaking children. Like he drives, like he has to drive like a school bus just to go anywhere. He has, a, he has, a, he has a herd with him every time he goes somewhere. And uh, his kids are out. His kids are around my kids' age. So we're gonna do it down around his place. His wife Amy can hang out with the smoking hot. Our kids can play, and me and Savo can go and, you know, glue some feathers together. Whatever they do, I don't know. We'll figure it out. It's gonna be funky, but I think it'll turn out good. That's gonna and be it, cool. I'm looking forward and, to that. Yeah, man. And he was like, "Well, like, what about a name?" <laughs> and I was like, "We definitely need a name." Then he's like, "Well, wait a second. We haven't even done anything. I don't care. We need a name." So. We were trying to think of all these names, and they were so bad. So I was like, listen, <laughs> why don't we leave it up to the listeners to write in suggestions? We can read them on the air. If we like them, we'll take it. If we don't, we'll 86 them. So okay. as of right now, I'm putting it out there. Me and Savo are starting up this little taxidermy side gig, and we need a name. And, folks, we need your help. 
So please post your submissions. I will put a post out on Facebook and Instagram the day you hear this. On Friday, 12-27-2019, we are going to put out there names for the taxidermy business for Todd and Savo. And uh, you will be read on the air. Your name will become immortalized. But if it's, <laughs> but I'm warning you now, if it sucks, you are going to get blasted. <laughs> I think it would be good, Johnny. You know, a, a little listener interaction. There's nothing wrong with that. Everybody loves uh, listener uh, interaction. Yeah, man. So, dude, I was, uh, I was, uh, what? Hold on, I don't mean to interrupt you. Speaking right. of, speaking of listener interaction. All yeah. Right, so our last podcast we talked about, right? We talked about you were you were going through the hunt laws, and one of the laws in Texas says it is legal to hunt a Sasquatch in Texas, right? Yes. Okay. Well, I seriously, legit, no doubt, got a Snapchat message from one of our mutual friends this evening, Chris Hall from Hornstar Outdoors. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love Chris. I love him. Dude, he is he such a me, great guy. Yes, he is. He sent me a Snapchat voice message and said, do you realize that there are more Sasquatch sightings in Texas than anywhere else. I'm like, bullshit. He, he sent me one back. He said, absolutely, look it up. There are more Sasquatch sightings in Texas than anywhere. <laughs> well, you know, it makes uh, sense because Sasquatch is supposed to be huge and everything's bigger in Texas. Yeah, I swear I love Chris. Uh, that's awesome. So it's is, so yeah. then it's legit? Is that law it legit? Be, it must be legit. They, they say it's legit. In Texas. <laughs> I, I look down at my phone and I'm like, you know, I got a Snapchat from Chris and it's a voice message and, and he told me, you know, he listened to the show. He listens. He's a faithful listener to the show, and he said, yeah, there are more Sasquatch sightings in Texas than anywhere in the United States. I'm like, Dad, man, that is so cool. <laughs> Would you talk about listener? You know, interaction. That's just that's what popped into my head as soon as you said that. Oh, dude, absolutely, man. Anytime somebody, anytime any of our loyal listeners, you know, comment on the show or give some feedback, we'll we'll talk about you on the air. Absolutely, absolutely. we will. Absolutely, we will. Because you guys are freaking rock stars, and you know, yeah, name will be freaking immortalized. You'll you'll be up on the wall of names. So. <laughs> Dude, I'm taking a trip. Where are you going? I didn't get to tell you what I got the uh, hashtag smoking hot for Christmas. Now, I knew I knew there was a trip involved, but I haven't heard anything about it. So we talk like music all the time, okay? Yeah. And uh, her, I, I asked her recently. I said, if you were to go see like three people in concert without her knowing any like the reason why I was asking I said who would you want to go see dead or alive who would you want to go see in concert without hesitation Prince Michael Jackson or Queen you know and uh right. like they're like all freaking dead Freddie's dead so yeah. you can't have any more Queen obviously Prince and Michael's dead so I was like oh man 
Like, there's got to be some sort of, like, tribute band or whatever going on. So, like, the number one Queen cover band is called Almost Queen. If you check them out on YouTube, dude, they, like, travel the world doing all this stuff. They're the number one. And, uh, like, the lead singer dresses like Freddie Mercury and all this stuff. He's like, really, really, really good band. And um, I just happened to find that they had a tour schedule coming out. And I think they're going to, I think one might have been like Columbus or whatever, and like wherever else. And then I saw that they had one in New York City, in downtown New York City. I was like, oh, I'm like, I, first of all, I, I love NYC. Not to live there, but I love to go and visit it. And uh, so I was like, oh, okay, well, that's a good option because her and I both like going there. And then I saw it's at this place called the Gramercy Theater. Have you ever heard of the Gramercy Theater? I have not. Dude, it is – okay. In downtown Manhattan, there are – believe it or not, there are only two music venues. Only two, which to me is mind-boggling. But Yeah, for the, New York. Yeah, it is. Yeah. The, so, um, but the Gramercy Theater is this, like, little, like, l- less than 500 people intimate little music venue. It's, like, anybody who's anybody has ever played there, but it's, like, an old school, small, like, small nightclub type deal. It's got, like, a vintage vibe and everything. Like, half of it is, like... Stadium seating, half of it is on the floor, like you're standing and whatnot. So I got her some tickets to the world famous Gramercy Theater, which is right beside Madison Square Garden. So it's like right there in New York City, and uh, it's to go see the closest thing I could get to Queen for her. And uh, so we're going to be seeing almost Queen. I'm going to reach out to him actually and try to get him on the show before we go. Oh, that'd be cool as hell. Yeah, man. Just to talk, you know, because I'm like a huge fan of like how, like obviously, if I'm doing if I'm doing a podcast, I'm a big fan of like some sort of like the workings of the entertainment industry because this is entertainment, you know. Sure. So it's like the origins of like how things begin, the thought process of what made you want to start this journey, how you got to where you're at, the hardships, all that stuff is. Like, so fascinating to me. And and being a cover band like that, you know, like, you got some pretty big shoes to fill if you want to try to dress and sound like Freddie. Yeah, I was going to say, you you got to have a little bit of talent if you're going to try to follow in those footsteps. So I'm going to try to get them on and try to get them on the show here soon uh, before we go, you know. And uh, who knows, maybe talk to them, maybe record there. That'd be kind of cool. That'd be badass. Yeah, man. So, but that's on January 18th, man. We'll uh, we'll be riding. Uh, we're actually leaving Friday the 17th. We're gonna stay at the Meadowlands View Hotel where we stayed last year, and uh, yeah, man, it's gonna be awesome. Nice. That sounds like a good time. Yeah, it's just pretty stoked a, about there, it. There's a concert going around right now that this this is one that I would like to go to. Yeah, if it's the one, I, if it. Oh my god, that's the one I want to go to! Talk to me. Who is it? Oh, dude, it's Motley Crue, it's Def Leppard, it's Joan Jett and the Blackhearts, and Poison. Poison, Poison. Dude, I'm going to tell you what. <sighs> if I have the opportunity to go to that, I, 
I could not pass that up. I, I have I've not been to many concerts in my life. I really haven't. Uh, but I love Motley Crue. I love oh Def Leppard, and I love Poison. It's just how I that's how I grew up. That's when I grew up riding around in my '79 damn Camaro with a freaking eight track or not eight track cassette tape player in my Camaro cruising around jamming them. It, yeah, yeah. Don, Don Donnie's mullet had nothing on me in my senior year. <laughs> Donnie's mullet had nothing on me. <laughs> did, did you have an achy breaky big mistakey? I did. I did. I had the beaver back. Sure did. My finger pick. I have to. I have to show the you beaver paddle. Pick. Yes, I had the beaver paddle in the back, no doubt. Ah, oh, dude. What's so? Motley Crue is one of my all-time favorites. I have been. To this day, at 33 years old, I am still mad that I never had Nikki Six's hair. I wanted his hair so freaking bad. I mean, the, the guy died twice, and he's like still here and still rocking. I don't understand. I want to go. They're actually playing in Hershey, Pennsylvania, in August. But dude, like the cheapest tickets I saw were like. I think 160 a seat, and I'm like, oh god, there would have to be two of us, and I want to yeah. go to that so bad, Johnny. Yeah, so do I. I Def Leppard, Def Leppard is just so inspiring to me. With I, mean, I can't remember his name right now, but the drummer having a car wreck and losing his arm, and they took what three, four years off and came back for him to train. He's playing freaking drums with one arm. And never yeah. missed a beat. Right. Come on, man. Def Leppard is... I, I just love Def Leppard. And you said that Joan Jett was involved in that, too? Joan Jett and the Blackhearts, yeah. Oh, I did not know that. Yeah. I remember... I remember <laughs> you, you're going to get a kick out of this. I've, I've only been to a couple concerts. I went to Elton John concert when I was eight years old. I've been to Elton John. I've been to... Patty Smythe and Brian Adams, and there was one more. I can't think of what it is now. It must not have been that important. It must but not have been Brian, that good. It must not have been that good. But Brian Adams and Patty Smythe, ah, man, I, I loved it. I was that was my senior year in high school. That was 1988, I believe. And that, dude, that's the only concerts I've been to. I've watched them. You know, I've watched all kinds of concerts, but I've never. Those are the only ones I can remember being to. There was one more concert, and I can't remember what it was. So, like you said, it must not have been that good. <laughs> I've been to, uh, where I live, 10 minutes away, there's a pretty big arena, and we get a lot of names, but, dude, you know, it's, oh, like to, to see Motley Crue would be absolutely, in, in, absolutely incredible. What's your favorite Motley Crue song? Smoking in the... Smoking in the boys' room, I guess. <laughs> I go to the gym a lot, as you know, and uh, the like. The first song I have to listen to every time I go to like pump myself up is "Wild Side." Yep. 
And I swear to God, every time like I'm in the middle of the reps and they say, you know, like name dropping, no names, glamorized cocaine, puppets with strings of gold, I'm just like, Wah! I'm just pumping. And uh, <laughs> and, uh, and it's so funny because like I really start to roar when they say glamorized cocaine, which is kind of ironic and the irony is kind of jacked up. But uh, yeah, man, it's like, oh my God, to see those guys would be incredible. But so. To, uh, the smoking hot and I were actually talking, and I'm gonna ask you this question since you're like a music dude too, in no particular order, okay? Yeah. No particular order. Who are and I'll do I'll do five. I did ten with her. I'll do five with you on the air. Your top five vocalists of all time, dead or alive, any genre. Bon Jovi. Okay. Uh, man, that's a that's a that's a tough question. Bon Jovi, Brian Adams. Um, man, you put me on the spot. Big time. I did. Hey, yeah. Remember, top five vocalists. Who's, who had the best voice? And being my hometown, I got to go with the Statler Brothers. Okay. Sorry, I, I got to go with my family, brothers. It's your list. Yeah, that's my hometown. Um, good gosh, man, what a good question, dude. It's hard. It is hard. I mean, because you, you, you know, when you go through the hard rock groups, you know, you, you don't have to hold a tune. You just got to sing a little bit, and it sounds good. Ah. Uh, Man, that is a damn good question. I'm having a brain freeze now. Because Justin Moore is absolutely one of my favorite singers. Country singers, there he is. So Justin Moore is in there for sure. And shit, I'm going with Upchurch. Yeah? Yeah, oh yeah, I'm going with Upchurch. I, I know a lot of people hear Upchurch and he, he gets on there and he does his country rap. But if you sat down and listened to him to actually sing a song, dude can hold a tune. And I'll also go with Katie Noel. She she is also another country rap uh, singer. So I give you six. But yeah, how weird it is. Just like like my generation to hear country rap. <laughs> this because I grew up with the boom of rap and hip hop. <laughs> well, see, that's just it. I grew up. I mean, I grew up when Run DMC come about. Uh, you know, yeah. uh, you know, and I love I love rap music. I just I always have, always will. But today's rap music, I can't associate with that stuff. Oh, I mean, dude, pop it and, sucks. Popping popping caps and punching bitches, whatever. I can't get into <laughs> it. <laughs> we're gonna write a rap song and we're gonna record it. Pops and cast, son. Uh. A and E, A and E on on TV came out with a show and it was called Big Smoke. You know who I'm talking about by Big Smoke? No. Big Smoke was a country rapper. He had his own TV show. He came on. We started watching it. Got into it. Lo- absolutely loved it. From there, I went to Colt Ford and Demon Jones, The Locks Radio. I just I'm gonna tell you what I could sit down and listen to that stuff all day. It, it's they're singing. And yeah, there's there, there's a little bit of rap in there with it, 
but that's shit that I can relate to. You know what I mean? I'm not. They're not pushing drugs. They're talking about drinking beer and going muzzy or fishing or right. Hunting. You know what I right. mean? I can relate to that. So I, that's pretty much all I listen to anymore. If I were to give mine, um, and like I said, in no particular order, because it's that's just too hard. Yeah. To me. If there is anybody that has, like, I, w- I would say it would be extremely hard to beat Garth Brooks's voice. Oh, yes. Dude, I, I mean, c- come on. Freaking Garth Brooks and his voice, like, in his heyday. Even now, the dude sounds incredible. And I don't mean to interrupt you. Did you see his concert on A&E? From Vegas? And no, he was in New York. I think he was in New York, the one I saw. No, I didn't. Dude. Alright, dude, I love Garth Brooks. Yep. You 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 that's another one for me too is Garth Brooks. I'm sorry I didn't dude. mean to interrupt you. No, his his voice is absolutely unreal. But and, and another one, dude, you know, we were just talking about Motley Crue. In their heyday, dude, Vince Neal was so freaking good. Yeah. Vince Neal's voice just to me, like oh my gosh, dude. Unreal. Yeah. Another one that uh, I said in the car ride the other day was uh, uh, just because, like, if there was ever a dude who could ever hit Mariah Carey-type notes, it's Adam <laughs> Lambert. It's Adam oh, Lambert. Oh, yes, indeed. It's, that is one talented freaking kid. You're He's probably, guy. like, a year or year or two older than me, and I just called him a kid. I don't care. I watched him on American Idol. He's a kid to me. Listen. Oh, yeah. Adam Lambert can hit some freaking notes. Yep. I, I will not disagree with you there. I, I love Adam Lambert. I remember watching him on American Idol. He did a... Yeah. Uh, he did a... What song was it that he did? Was it The Ring of Fire? <laughs> was it a Smokey Robinson song? Yeah, I, I remember he did The Ring of Fire, but there was one before that. It may have he been did Tracks of My Tears. That, that's the one. Tracks of My Tears. It was a slow, you know, he had his hair slicked back and stuff. Dude, blew me away. Smokey gave him a standing ovation. We, You know what? The night he the night he sang that song, we rewound it three times just to watch it again. It gave me cold chills. Yeah. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Yeah, I got Adam chills right now. Man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, that's that's because I'm half in the bag, but like I know what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, as a matter of fact, I'm gonna look that up when we get off the phone and watch that again on YouTube. Yeah, dude, that was that was pretty amazing. We watched that thing three times after he sang that song that night. Right. <clears throat> so I, I'm gonna go. Okay, so I got Garth Brooks. I got Vince Neil. Vince Neil. I got Vince Neil. Adam, Adam Lambert. Lambert. And number four, in no particular order, I'm taking Eddie Vedder from Pearl Jam. Okay. okay. All right. Something some, something about a California surfer boy that just like had this like late '80s, early '90s freaking northwestern grunge sound. It just always stuck with me, man. Eddie Vedder's my number four. Okay. All right. I can see that. And. uh if you like, huh? Number five. 
Dude, it's so hard. This is so, this is what a stupid question for me to ask. It's so freaking oh, hard. Yo, yeah, yeah, but that was a good damn question. You put it's it out question. there on the spot. Yeah, but I, it's okay. Listen, I don't. You're my co-host, and like we have fun, so I don't mind putting you on the spot. But I just put myself on the spot too, and now I don't. Know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you you probably should have thought this question through a little more. <laughs> yeah, I gotta sound better. Uh I'm going to say number five. Uh, let's see. Huh. I have no clue. But, man, there's there's someone out there who's worthy. Yeah, you know what? I'm gonna, This is what I'm going to do. My number five is the lead singer of this really popular band called Almost Queen, who I'm going to see in New York City on January 18th. And yes, that's a plug to get them on my show and backstage passes. <laughs> All right, good cover. I, good I'm cover. not dumb. I'm not dumb, and I'm going to tag them in this too. Dad, a boy, good cover. <laughs> good job. <laughs> but. Yeah, dude, we talk music all the time, and that's one of like the cool things I like to do. Yeah. Who is your like? Like, I'm a, I'm just a fan of like, you know, like everybody's personal like not Rushmores of whatever it's sports or it's pro wrestling or it's, you know, podcast hosts. Which you know, surprisingly, you and I seem to be on everybody's Mount Rushmore of podcasting. Just throwing that out there, um, and I totally just made that up, but it sounds legit. Uh, but uh, yeah, dude, so I just like like. I, I just love like any tor- any sort of like st- uh, statistics when it comes to stuff like that. So right. I thought I would ask you. So what are you asking me? I miss. I must have missed the question. Uh, you, I was pro- I was just probably not clear because I'm half in the bag. Uh, yeah, I I just like I just wanted to ask you that because like in like on our car rides I ask questions like that all the time. Okay. So, yeah, man, it was a fun little question. That's actually, you know, I want to, I want to hear what the, I want to hear what the listeners think of that. Who are their top five vocalists of all time? Uh, and I guarantee you, we're gonna be like, oh man, come on, why didn't we think of that? Oh, there's no doubt. There's so many good freaking people out there that can sing. I mean, I'm sitting here having a brain freeze on Justin Moore because any other day, if somebody asked me who's my favorite country singer. At any time, I'm going to say Justin Moore. I absolutely love every one of his songs. And, you know, and I'm, I hope people chime in. I hope they post and send you who they like. Because I'm going to be like, like you just said, I'm going to be like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're right. They're right. I love them, too. But I got a bucket list. I want to, I'd like to meet Justin Moore. I would like to meet The Rock. And I would like to meet Ted Nugent and Chad Prather. And oh gosh, here I am having a brain freeze. Um, Graham Allen, that's my bucket list people I'd like to meet. I, I know there's I know there's people that I'm going to meet, like you and I were going to meet, guaranteed. We're going to meet. I'm going to meet the boys over at the East Coast Bow Hunting Podcast. There's no doubt about it. I'm gonna meet them. But as far as like famous people. Those are my, that's my bucket list people that I want to meet. Do you know The Rock has a farm about 45 minutes from where I live? No. Yep. 
The Rock. Dude, the Rock. What? Dwayne Johnson has a farm here in Virginia, about forty-five minutes from where I live. Did you ask him if you could hunt on it? No. You know what? I just want to manage his farm. I, I would do anything to manage his freaking farm. What credentials do you have other than beer and ripskies? <laughs> that's that. Seriously, you look it up. He has a farm east of the Blue Ridge Mountains in Nel- I think it's Nelson County, which is forty-five minutes from where I live. I would give. I would quit my damn job just to manage his farm and to shake his hand and go fishing with that man. Oh my God, dude! That, all- how freaking! Oh, I can yeah. I can do the people's eyebrow, so maybe I have an uh, in. You can't do the. People's eyebrows good as he can. Nobody does that. What, what are you talking? <laughs> Who do you think taught him? <laughs> I'm T-O-double-D. I'm rapping the PG. Come on now. Oh, hold on. Oh, man. Sorry about that. You got me choked up on that one. Oh, gosh. Yeah, seriously. There he, he posts. I follow him on Instagram. He posts all the time. He fishes. He loves to fish. He's got a hell of a pond on his land. Dude, I wonder if me and Savo could uh, do taxidermy on one of his fish. Wouldn't that be awesome? That'd be cool shit. But yeah, no doubt, dude, no doubt. He, he's he got a farm in Virginia 45 minutes from where I live. I don't know exactly how to get there. Of course, I would never go there, but hey, that's one of my I fucking would. lists. <laughs> I, would, I would love to meet The Rock. And Ted Nugent, like I said, Chad Prather, and Graham Allen. That's my bucket list of famous people. Dude, Ted Nugent is... He's, uh, he's a pretty wild guy. Yeah, he is. You know, he's... He, you know, he's so pro everything that you and I like, which I very much love and appreciate. But, dude, his freaking hunting show... Oh, my God. It's so funny, because, you know, he'll kill, like three deer an episode or like three different animals an episode right yep and he like hunts out of his backyard because he has all these exotic animals in his backyard <laughs> and uh you know like he'll shoot an animal and look right in the camera and say would you look at can you believe that and then three minutes uh, later three minutes later he'll whack another one with a zebra arrow and go can you believe that you know it's like uh, yeah dude you just did it and then, you know, he'll go to, like, his, like, third and final animal, and then be, like, maybe five minutes later this time. Like, there's an extra two minutes of suspense. And he'll he'll whack that one from 32 yards, like, now, can you believe that? <laughs> it's, like, it's, it's, just so... it's, it's the mystical flight of the arrow. I love Uncle oh, Ted. It's, it's poetry in motion, baby. Yep, I love Uncle Ted. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, gosh. Well, Johnny, we are pressing on the one-hour mark. Again, and, uh, we are, right? We are already. And I time, am... Uh, time flies when you're having fun, brother. Time flies when you're having fun and when you're feeling as crappy as I am. You know, I'm going to blame this. I'm going to blame this on the sickness I got over two days ago or yesterday or whenever the heck it was. But I don't think I can do that right now. 
Cause uh, I gotta blame it on my on my good buddy, my neighbor Jamil. It was nice. It, I, I appreciated the invite. I appreciated the free five shots of whiskey that were all different kinds, and I think four were over a hundred proof. Uh, I uh, yeah, I'm probably gonna. I don't know what I'm gonna do. I don't even know what I'm saying. But folks, my name is Todd Ordorf, and you can. Find this fine program on many different sorts of platforms. You can find us on Facebook and Instagram at Todd Orndorf on the Toddcast. If you want to email the show, go ahead on the Toddcast at gmail.com. Johnny, where can they find you, my man? Johnny Simo, tattooed in the wild on Instagram. is the best best place to find me, brother. Find Johnny Simo, tattooed in the wild on IG, and give him a follow, folks. I need to be more active on our Instagram page. I'm just... I'm a busy guy, you know. Yeah. I'm, a, you got, I'm a busy you, guy. You got youngins, dude. It gets it gets a little easier when they get 15 years old because yeah, they can do it for you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Shelly definitely helps me more than uh, anybody ever knows. Like, babe, how do I post in my story? You know, whatever. She shows me. It gets easier. <laughs> oh. Well, guys, I very much greatly appreciate you listening in this week. Thank you very much. My name is Todd Orndorff. Out. Peace. We're talking about a man. That's me. He's esteemed. Uh-huh. He's known worldwide. You heard him. He has listeners everywhere. Woo! Damn near every corner of the globe. That's far. Mr. Let's go. I'm a podcast veteran. Been in the game for 10 years. I got the co host that knows most. And that's Johnny. And I'm Toddy. This is the TC. 